You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Anyway, yeah, Benedette is already on the line. Mm-hmm. And this morning, we're going to be in conversation, you know, with her. We're chatting citizen and immigrant laws. When does somebody get an asylum? When they do, when do they get refugee status? Um, do, do, do people get citizenship by virtue of just being in South Africa? All of those, she's going to be answering all of those questions this morning. Um, good morning, Bernadette. Hey, how are you? Great, and yourself? I'm good. Oh, thank you. Well, welcome back. I mean, this is the first time I'm here and you're yes. here. Yes. Uh, so I'm not going to say that <laughs> word. I'm, <not> gonna... <laughs> I'm getting eyes in studio, so I won't say what I'm thinking of saying, but hope you're good and uh, welcome to the GMG this morning. Thank you. And how are you? Fantastic. Can't complain at all. Great to be having a conversation with you once again. And I think, um, yeah, um, just a little bit about yourself for people who might be, you know, hearing your voice for the very first time. Okay. Um, I'm from the law firm, Tabane uh, MB Attorneys. Um, we provide general legal services, labor, divorce, rest, and we also draft and review contracts. Mm-hmm. So we want to just unpack for us right now here in South Africa, the current state and how things are and how we can go about certain things. Mm. So, yeah, we're going to take Take a a break and then when we come back, we'll continue with the conversation. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise on Hope Alive Radio and reach customers around the world. Call us on 011-976-0600. Or visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za. Alternatively, you could email info at hopealiveradio.co.za for more information. Act now and get more clientele. Stay home, keep social distancing, and be safe. Together, we will overcome. 12 minutes past the hour eight, we continue with our conversation with mm-hmm. Benedetta from Tibane NB Attorneys, unpacking um, the status of asylum, citizenship, mm-hmm. and refugees. So um, maybe let's start from the beginning. Yes, uh, we were just asking a little bit about yourself, um, just uh, so that people who are hearing your voice for the first time can get to know you a bit better. Oh, okay. I'm a director of a law firm called Tibane NB Attorneys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are based in Pretoria. So we offer general legal services um, in labor, divorce, ref. And if you're a small business and you've just won a tender and you don't understand the terms and conditions of a contract that you're just about to sign, you can uh, give us a call. We also uh, draft and review contracts as well. Mm, awesome. And uh, we're getting into today's you know, conversation. Um, legally, what does it mean to you know, be a citizen? Um, citizenship basically, like a basic meaning, means it's just a status of being a citizen of another country. Let's say a citizen of South Africa. So basically, that's what it means. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then in South Africa, it's regulated by the South African Citizenship Act of 1995. Mm. And can you unpack mm. uh, just a summary of that act on what it does mean? Oh, okay. So there are three ways that one can be a citizen. Mm-hmm. So you can be a citizen by birth, 
if you're if you're born in South Africa and one of your parents was a South African citizen citizen or if one of your parents has South African permanent residence holder at the time that you're born, mm-hmm. then you can be a citizen. So it's by birth. The second way that one can be a South African um, citizen is by descent. If you're born outside South Africa, but at least one of your of the parents was a South African citizen at the time of your birth, then you have a claim to a South African citizenship by descent. So that's the second way. Uh, but there, are, there is a condition is that um, the child's birth must be registered in South Africa for you to acquire that South African citizenship. And then uh, the third way um, is through naturalization. So if you're a foreigner and wish to acquire South African citizenship, you may apply for South African citizenship by virtue of naturalization. Mm. So those are the three ways that one can become a South African citizen. Speaking of which, what does naturalization mean? Uh, naturalization is a process by which a non-resident may acquire citizenship. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can apply for naturalization, for example, if you have been a permanent resident Mm-hmm. Uh, in South Africa, and then you have a permanent residence permit for a period of five years. Mm-hmm. So from the date that you acquire that permit, um, we'll calculate five years from the date that you acquire that permit, and you can, after five years, be able to apply for naturalization. Mm. It's only for foreigners. Okay, but then that means yes. you're entitled to everything that a South African is entitled to. You are treated as a citizen from therefore. Yes, you will be treated as a South African citizen. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then yes. what is dual citizenship then? Yes. Dual citizenship is if you're a South African citizen and then you want to be a citizen of another country, let's say UK or whatever country, mm-hmm. then we call that dual citizenship. But for you as a South African to keep your citizenship, there's a process that you must follow. You must first apply and be granted permission to retain your South African citizenship prior to you going to the UK and applying for UK citizenship. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the condition. But it, it basically means that you're a South African citizen and you're also a citizen of another country. Mm-hmm. And uh, for yeah. I mean, in South Africa, do they, I, I know that the countries like Germany don't give dual citizenship. You have to forfeit the one to gain the one. In our country, in South Africa, do we say do are we do we permit dual citizenship, or is it something that yes. we do? We do. Um, uh, the condition is that if you're a South African citizen and you want to retain your citizenship as a South African mm. before you go and apply for um, a foreign citizenship, you must first apply. So you must first get permission from South Africa to say that, yes, we're giving you permission, you can then go and be uh, and apply for citizenship as a UK citizen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do that, it means that you will lose your citizenship as a South African. Mm. And, uh, and so there's a process that you must that need to be followed prior to you acquiring that citizenship of another country. Mm. It makes sense, but let's say maybe the parents um have moved from one country, maybe the side to work, and then in the process of that they have children this side. Mm-hmm. Um is it then that the, the children become South African or if they feel, you know, very passionate about maybe the Killed children knowing of their roots and being citizens of the country that they um, come from, um, is that an option for them? Or just by virtue of being born in South Africa, does one become a citizen? 
Um, there was a case, um, a, a case that was held in the in the constitutional court. Basically, the case dealt with um, what if you're a child but you're born to um, foreign parents? Yes. Does that not make you a South African? And mm. why? Why can't you be a South African? So in that case, um, it was held because there's a section in that case that said that, I'm just going to read the section out, a child born in the Republic of Parents who are not South African citizens or who have not been admitted into the Republic for permanent residence qualifies to apply for South African citizenship upon becoming a major. So in terms of this section, if let's say um, your parents are foreigners but you're born in South Africa, you when you are 18 you can then apply to be a South African citizen mm. but um there was a condition in this section that said that only if your birth was registered before 1992 i think that was before january 2013 mm-hmm. so if we were born before or after first january 2013 then it means that um you could not apply for this citizenship because remember, you apply for it once you're 18. Mm-hmm. So the constitutional court co- actually confirmed to the order of the high court to say that um, to say that this was unconstitutional, and then it prejudices obviously um, those children who are now 18 and they want to attain South African citizenship based on this section. So that was a case that was held, I think, in 2020 in the constitutional court. Mm. We're going to take a quick uh, ad break. Please stay on the line. When we come back, we're going to be unpacking um, because we see that there's a lot of... uh, We're going to unpack what does asylum seeking look like Mm -hmm. and what does it mean? And also what rights, where do their rights start and end? Mm -hmm. Right. Please stay on the line. And if you have any questions for us, you can send them through to 067-153-1089. If you want to be part of this conversation and want to contribute, maybe you are an asylum seeker, maybe you are a, a, a foreign national who has now been naturalized and you want to share about your process with us, do touch base with us. We love personal testimonies. Do you want a driver's license? Don't hesitate. Rainbow GT Driving School is your solution. They are the K53 specialist from the motorbike to code 8, 10 and 14. And they also do training for forklifts. They are based in Kempton Park, 1H Lewis Street, just opposite the license department near Festival Mall. You can call them on 011-394-7520. Or you can WhatsApp them on 067-263-6374. They are your driving license solution. Rainbow Driving School. Drive with Rainbow. Drive with passion. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station www.hopealiveradio.co.za is a website. If you want to advertise like Rainbow has just done on our show, you can go to our website. You'll find our rate card there, and mm-hmm. then you can be able to reach out. We, well, we can help you reach audiences across the board, mm-hmm. you know, across South Africa and beyond because we have 
audiences around the world. Yes. And so do become, take advantage of that opportunity. The rates are very, very, very affordable. But right now, though, it's 21 minutes past the hour eight, and mm-hmm. uh, we're having a very important conversation. Yes, we're in conversation with Ms. Bernadette Tabane, and we are just chatting about, you know, immigrant statuses, immigrant rights, as well as citizen rights as well. And uh, before we went to the break, um, we were chatting, you know, about what it means to be a citizen if being born in the country deems you so. And I think, um, um, you know, just to follow up from that, how can one be a South African citizen, um, even though they themselves are not born in South Africa? Um, so, you know, if, if you, at, at what point in time do you then need to consider being a South African citizen? And what uh, maybe benefits does it give you over just being an immigrant in the country? Okay. Um, if you are a foreigner, um, you can be a South African citizen through naturalization. Mm-hmm. But for that to happen, you need to apply at home affairs and there are conditions that you will need uh, to meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if you have, let's say that your application has been accepted, you'll have the full rights um, as a South African citizen. Mm-hmm. So all the rights that a South African citizen has in terms of the constitution, you will have that. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just that if a foreigner, there's that process called naturalization that you need to undergo if you want to attain a uh, South African um, citizenship. But obviously, you should have been a permanent resident for a period of five years prior to you applying making that application. So, so maybe let's move to asylum seekers. What are asylum seekers, and where do their rights start and end? Because I think they are at the heart of the conflict, especially when it comes to employment in South Africa, or unemployment for that matter? Oh, okay. Um, maybe let me start by explaining what a refugee is. Yes. So um, a refugee is someone who has been forced to leave their home and does not have a home to go to. Mm. Um, it's those people where you find in their country, their wars, or um, they were involved in politics, and you've heard the stories. Mm-hmm. So that's a refugee. Like basically, you're running away from your home country. Mm-hmm. So we call that someone a refugee. So um, there is an act in South Africa called the Refugees Act of 1998 that uh, regulates um, refugees. And if you are an asylum seeker, so an asylum seeker is a person who has registered an application for refugee status with the Department of Home Affairs, but you're still waiting for the finalization of your application. So what happened is that whilst you're waiting for the outcome of your application, Home Affairs will then issue you with an asylum seeker permit. Mm. So only once that permit has been granted can you then become a refugee. Mm. So that's, that's the difference between, it, 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 it's like one thing, it's just that at a certain point your, 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 your status kind of like changes. So you start as a refugee but then your status changes to an asylum seeker whilst you're waiting for an application on your refugee status. Yes, and at that point, what are the rights that you have um, within the country? Um, refugees, um, the good thing about refugees is that um, they have all the rights that South African citizens, citizens have. Obviously, with the expe- exception of elections, uh, voting, and all of that. But you have all the rights to basic education. You have all the rights to basic health services. So they have all the rights um, that a South African citizen will have. You have a right to apply and go to work. They can also do that. 
Mm. And this is when you are still a refugee and have not even moved into the into the status of asylum seeking. Oh. Yes, this is this is while you're still a refugee. Remember that you start your a refugee, but then for you to attain that refugee status, mm. we call you an asylum seeker. Okay. Mm. So once you get that permit, then you'll be given a permit mm. uh, as an asylum seeker. Once you have that permit, and then your 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 your, your refugee status has been uh, the application of your refugee status has been accepted, mm. then you become a refugee. Mm. Can I ask this though then, why should I want to be naturalized when I already have all the benefits of that particular mm. country as yeah. a, an asylum seeker? Remember that as, as South Africa, we are in terms of the United Nations, um, there are conventions that we have signed. Mm. And one of the conventions I think that we have signed is for us to protect refugees. Mm. It's, it's, it's an international human rights um, um, aspect. So um, as South Africa, we have to ensure that if people come to South Africa, they are running away from their countries because of whatever may be happening there, that we also provide them, we protect them, and then we give them the rights that we give our own citizens. Obviously, with the exception of few rights, like voting and all of that, but mm. they get all the rights. Because remember, it's not like somebody who's an illegal yeah. foreigner. Who's mm. just Please then, coming, uh, yes, I, coming how would that be different then? How would that be different? Mm. Remember that for one to enter a country, if you want to come to South Africa, there are three, there are a couple of ways that you can come to South Africa. Mm -hmm. So either you can get a visa, a work visa, mm -hmm. either you can come here on a tourist visa, Mm -hmm. or you can come into South Africa on a business visa or mm -hmm. a student visa. Yeah. And obviously for you to do that as a, as, as a citizen of another uh, country, you usually have a passport, then you apply for a visa. So once that your visa has been accepted, then you are allowed to come into the borders of South Africa. But what happens with illegal uh, foreigners, they just, they just come in. There isn't that formal process that has to happen before they come into South Africa. So they don't have any, what do you call it, they don't have any any rights to be in South Africa because they don't have a visa. They have not been allowed in South Africa. So that's what happens that you find that a lot of them get deported mm. back to their country because they're here illegally. There's a process that you need to follow if you want to come into South Africa. They don't follow that process. They pass that process. They come into the country illegally. But, they get but then I would give a follow-up question to say, uh, what process do the asylum seekers follow? Because, I mean, if you are running away because there is war, chances are you don't have paperwork coming in already. Mm -hmm. So how do, what then becomes a difference? Because you're also coming in illegally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then if you are coming in illegally, remember that um, you will have to go, you need to apply. Mm. So you will need to go to the Department of Women Affairs to apply and, and obviously provide reasons why you are in South Africa. And mm. the other thing is that people must also know that you will not qualify for a refugee status if you're running away from your country because there are things that you have committed crime there. Or if you have committed a crime in that country that is not of a political nature. So they will check. It's not automatic that you just go to home affairs and say, I, I need a refugee status. Obviously, there are forms that you need to, to, to follow. They, if you don't have paperwork, I don't exactly know the process because it's an mm. internal process that home affairs will follow. But there is an application 
that mm. you will need to do in order for you to be deemed to be a refugee in South Africa. And how is it decided that your reason is, you know, good enough? Because I'm just thinking if, you know, somebody from one of the neighboring countries are saying that they're leaving there because of the state of poverty in the mm. nation and they're coming to maybe South Africa to look for better opportunities and work opportunities, is that then good enough reason um, for them to then be granted refugee status? Um, and, I mean, the person who enters the country illegally, that could be the exact same reason as well. Mm. No, um, there's a condition. So if you're a refugee, you should be running away from your country because you have fear of being persecuted. Let's say, for example, maybe you're a member of a political party mm -hmm. and then there has been a coup, so you're running away. <laughs> so that will be one of the reasons that um, will be looked at. Mm -hmm. So you are running away because um, there are race issues in your country. You're running away because they, um, they are fighting. You're running away because of other things that is political. Mm. But if you're running away from your country because of poverty, mm. follow the correct process. Mm. Get a visa. Either you get a work visa or you, 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 you get any other visa. But you can't just come and say that you're running away okay. because of poverty because that will not fall under the definition and the conditions for you to attain your citizenship. Mm -hmm. And um, just um, now as a legal uh, practitioner yourself, how, what would you say, um, how should South Africans prepare themselves better in dealing with foreign nationals? Um, that's, that's a difficult question. <laughs> I think the question that I will, I mean, the advice that I will have will be for anyone who wants to come into South Africa to make sure that they follow the correct process, mm. they have the correct documentation to avoid issues of being deported. And it's very scary because even before you get deported, you get arrested. <laughs> and then I'm sure you guys have heard about the Lindelani deportation mm. camp. Mm. So it's not a nice thing for one to go through. So if you want to come, um, just make sure that your papers are in order. You don't have to be running away every single time you see a police officer. And then if a police officer stops you and asks you, identify yourself. Don't say that I'm not, you know. Just say I'm from, because obviously you'll be here again. I'm mm. from uh, Zimbabwe. I'm from Lesotho. I'm working at what, 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 what. But the problem that we have is that there are so many illegal foreigners in, in, in South Africa and it, it has reached such a stage that it's not really controllable. Mm. The government is not really able to control it because mm. it has just, yeah. So I think that we understand that there's poverty, there's hardship. But just try and make sure that you follow the correct process. Mm. And one of the rights we have as, you know, citizens, especially if you, you, you know, earn below a certain quota, mm. is grants. Um, so do immigrants qualify for grants? Yes. Um, asylum seekers mm -hmm. qualify for, they qualified for the 350 COVID-19 relief grants. Mm -hmm. mm. There was actually a case last year. I think they took the Department of Social Development um, to court, and then uh, the Pretoria High Court ruled that um, asylum seekers must be given the 350 mm -hmm. COVID um, grant. So there's a process, obviously, with SASA that you will need to follow, even for, for child support grants, because they also get a refuge. Let, let me explain. Mm -hmm. Not everybody else. A refugee or a permanent resident 
mm. can apply to SASA for a child support grant. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you need to meet the conditions set by SASA in mm. order for you to qualify. Mm. But only if you're a refugee or a permanent resident, not if you're illegal immigrant and um, you are here in South Africa illegally, yeah, you, you will not qualify. It's mm-hmm. only for refugees and permanent residents. So chances are the ladies that we see at the robots with the child on their back, they might not be legally in the country because they are begging for that money. And then if that is the case, police are driving past them and they're not deporting them back. What what can we can we as a state even sue our government for some of the agreements that they've made, even with the United Nations, looking at the fact that we are becoming a safe hub for everybody when we ourselves are failing to take care of our own in the country? There are many uh, non-profit organizations that actually assist uh, people seeking uh, asylum seekers. Mm. So I will um, advise that if you are one of those people, you can go on Google. Mm. Um, It's just that I don't remember. um, But one uh, NGO that I can think of is in Section 27. I'm sure you've heard of Section 27. Mm-hmm. You can also go to them. A lot of NPOs actually assist a lot of asylum seekers. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have problems, you don't even know what courses you need to follow, they are there to assist you. Mm. All right, we're about to wrap up. Mm-hmm. But what I was, I think um, I will rephrase this question to say, do we ha- as South African citizens have, a, could we have a legal case against the state for taking care, better care of asylum seekers and refugees and um, foreign nationals more than they do South African citizens? But I don't think they do. Remember that they get the same rights as ours. Mm-hmm. So they will still get the same 350. If a child's grant is 320, they'll still get the same 320. Okay. Yeah. So it's equal rights for... South African citizen and equal rights for refugees. But then if there is a position, because I know that uh, the hot um, issues, the burning issue, mostly is about work, employment, because a lot of people feel that um, foreigners come into South Africa and then they take that job. I think that's that's where the issue is, especially with xenophobia and all of that. But then I believe that if the person is in the country legally, and the person has applied and has been interviewed for the job and has been given the position, mm-hmm. then it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, because even with us, African, I mean, there's an interview, you all go there, and then um, the employer will then decide who they want to hire. Mm-hmm. But obviously, South Africans, we are just not allowed to hire any, 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 any foreigner. But mm-hmm. it depends on the employer. But I know it's a big issue that they're taking our job. Yes, so... So in a nutshell, um, you know, whether a citizen being born in this country and citizen through, ver- um, you know, naturalization or any other process, um, at the end of the day, all legally, equal. we are all equal up yeah. like before the law. Yes, we are all equal mm-hmm. before the law. And then if you transgress, <laughs> obviously the law will take its course, whether you're South African or illegal foreign. Mm, okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for unpacking this. I think mm. it's very important because I think we as South African have a thing of gusekaya, like yeah. we've got the home syndrome. Mm. Yeah. That because mm. it's home, we need to get bigger slices. Yeah. And um, mm. it's sobering to know that no, everyone is getting one slice. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you so much, Bernadetta. How can we get hold of you? Just share your details. Um, once again, just for our listeners who might be interested in seeking uh, advice from you. Okay, my email address is mamamkwani at tabani mba tennis at zero cell phone number 0826001 w Oh wait, two six thousand one double two is the number you can reach yeah. out to call her. But otherwise, you can also inbox us if you need anything, and we'll let you know yes. how we link you up. That's how we wrap it up. Thank you so much, Benedict, and have a great one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Twenty two minutes was the top of the hour. We're gonna take a short break. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station.